From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, October 14th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. A controversial bill in the Ohio House that aimed to expand vaccine exemptions has been put on hold indefinitely by leadership in the Ohio House. Olivia Eugenio reports. These legislators went through hours of testimony hearings and debate for essentially nothing. The House Speaker saying that they've decided to move on to other topics. House Bill 435 would have expanded exemptions to vaccine mandates to include reasons of conscience, which would also mean religious reasons, and if Ohioans are naturally immune to COVID-19. The House Speaker was asked if he would consider other bills regarding this topic, and he says he'd like to move on to others, including sports betting, and congressional redistricting. At the State House, Olivia Eugenio. Business leaders yesterday applauded the decision to put that bill on hold. More from Andrew Kinsey. The Ohio Chamber of Commerce says they appreciate the Speaker's decision to pause hearings. The Chamber wrote in part, quote, their concern that House Bill 435 and other similar bills infringe on employers' rights. Furthermore, legislative action on vaccine mandates is unnecessary because we believe that market forces will more appropriately reward or punish companies based on their vaccine-related decisions. I mean, Andrew Kinsey. While the Ohio Department of Health has reported decreasing numbers of COVID-19 cases, the state's chief medical officer says Ohio isn't out of the woods yet. More from Tracy Townsend. Dr. Vanderhoff says while cases are starting to slow a bit, the hospitals in our state are still overwhelmed. Right now, there are more than 3,300 people in hospitals fighting the virus. They are feeling the very real effects of the surge right now as they continue to face capacity challenges in their ongoing efforts to save as many lives as possible every day. Dr. Vanderhoff also says the number of COVID-19 cases is still high. Adam Mezoff, who is the chief medical officer at Dayton Children's Hospital, mentioned some new information on masking in schools. He reported that in the last several weeks since schools issued mask mandates, COVID cases decreased by two thirds. For schools that did not require masks, incidents went up by 30 percent. He also encouraged school leaders to institute those mandates until a vaccine is available for children. I'm Tracy Townsend. The Democratic frontrunner in the race for the U.S. Senate has received a key endorsement. Yolanda Harris has more. U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown endorsed U.S. Representative Tim Ryan for Senate. Brown says he hopes Ryan can flip the seat. Now, the seat is left open by Republican Senator Rob Portman, who's retiring. The election is set for next November. I'm Yolanda Harris. Former Ohio Treasurer and current U.S. Senate candidate Josh Mandel was escorted out of a Southwest Ohio school board meeting this week. Steve Vaughn has the story. Mandel came to the podium during the Lakota school board meeting after board candidate Darby Bodie yielded her time. The board said she couldn't do that, but Mandel just kept talking. Out of 3,962 cities, Josh, I have to ask you to stop, please. Two Butler County Sheriff's deputies were called to escort Mandel out of the building. The board says only Lakota taxpayers and parents are allowed to speak during the meetings. Mandel says he was just standing up for parents against mask mandates. Steve Vaughn, ONN. The November election is less than three weeks away, and the state is hiring people to work on that day, Tuesday, November 2nd. Lydia Espara has the details. 
COVID-19 plays a minor role on why some won't sign up. As a poll worker, you can make up to $200. If you assist in the heavy work of delivering ballots and counting them, you can make $15 an hour. Here's Secretary of State Frank LaRose. We need about 17,000 people to sign up to be poll workers, and so we're putting out the help wanted sign. We're asking people to consider signing up to be a poll worker. Reporting in Cleveland, Lydia Spara. For more information, go to voteohio.gov slash defenddemocracy. Parts of Ohio were witness to a rare astronomical sight this week. Yolanda Harris has more with Ohio State Planetarium Director Wayne Schlingman. This week, a solar storm impacting Earth brought the northern lights as far south as Ohio. Solar storms of this magnitude can often affect satellites in orbit, but can also spark a light show that is typically only seen near the poles. But when we get a large influx of them, it causes um, the, there's an entire oval that is centered around magnetic north and it expands. And so when it expands, we get a chance of seeing it here in Ohio. The aurora is expected to subside by the end of the week. I'm Yolanda Harris. A stand-up comedian who lives in Yellow Springs, east of Dayton, continues to generate news following the release of his new comedy special on Netflix. Tracy Townsend explains. New fallout from the controversial Dave Chappelle Netflix special. The Los Angeles Times reports some Netflix employees are planning a walkout. Chappelle's latest comedy special, as you probably heard, is called The Closer has been criticized for its transphobic material. The report indicates that walkout will happen on October 20th. I'm Tracy Townsend. Ray Fossey, who was a catcher for the Cleveland Indians in the 1970s, has died of cancer at the age of 74. Dave James has more. Fossey was a promising young player for Cleveland when he was badly injured during the 1970 All-Star Game. That's when Cincinnati Reds great Pete Rose barreled into him at home plate to score a run. Rose received criticism for being so aggressive in an exhibition game, and Fossey's career, though long, was never the same after his shoulder injury. Fossey also spent 25 years as a TV and radio broadcaster for the Oakland A's. Dave James, ONN News. And with prices surging worldwide for heating oil, natural gas, and other fuels, the U.S. government says it expects heating bills to increase significantly compared to last winter. Angela Ann has the details. Nearly half the homes in the U.S. use natural gas for heat, and they could pay 30% more compared to a year ago. Although here in the Midwest, bills could rise as much as 49% if it is a colder than average winter. That would be the most expensive winter for natural gas heated homes since 2009. Those who heat with electricity can expect a 6% increase. Heating oil could rise by 43%, while propane users could see the biggest jump with 54% hike. Angela Ann, ONN News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.